Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on! Exclusively on the Parkville Network. Well, all right. I gotta say, I am so proud of you guys. Thank you for listening to putting your name right away at the beginning of your text messages from us or to us. Pat, uh, it's Pat and JT. It's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, or if you're going to text us, it's 402-403-9478. Um, and Janelle, you did a great job. Hi, it's all caps, Janelle. Um and then uh, it says we and this Janelle was the person who sent the picture last week, which I actually you know what I did not put that on our Facebook page. I will of Uh-oh. the guy in the hazmat suit mm-hmm. on the airplane. Um, so Janelle <laughs> responded to that saying um, we were just boarding. They were just boarding the airplane when this guy in the hazmat suit um, was seen. This is like I, I still think this is like a fake picture, but I trust Janelle. It's I do amazing. Too. I do too. They made everyone skip a row for seating. Okay. Okay. And masks were mandatory. Yes. Did they have to, and, and does she say anything about like every other seat or Mm-mm, leave a seat? Every, just every other row, she said, is all, that's all she said. I don't know. Yeah. They just, everyone bet. had to skip a row for seating. So. Interesting. So yeah, I will, I'm going to actually post this picture as we're doing our podcast now. So it'll hit, it'll hit up there. So Janelle, thank you. This Very picture good. is crazy. <laughs> it really is crazy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so this weekend, um, I took Jack. All over the place, actually. We went a lot of places this weekend. We had, we did all kinds of things. Um, <laughs> took him to mom and dad's again. And he's getting really good. Like, get there and not have to have a uh, leash on. And he, he sticks by. He hangs out with us. He lays down on the floor. You know, we're in the shop. He's hanging out, laying on the concrete floor. Played a little fetch. Cats doesn't, doesn't, mess with him a little bit. Not like the dog on uh, Funny Farm or whatever it's called, where he just takes off. Right. <laughs> That's what I expected. Why? Yeah. Like, to be like, oh my god, like a like a like a uh, eighteen year old preacher's girl going to college. Oh my god. Just throwing her underpants <laughs> in the bushes, and like I'm out of here. Jack, Let's I was go. expecting. I haven't though. I have to say, he really hasn't been put to the test because, like, we haven't had a rabbit run across the road in front of him. You know, yeah. when I say the road, I mean the driveway. Uh-huh. You know, or something out by the barn. Any critters haven't ran from him. I think that will oh. be the key is once a critter runs from him or he sees it in the grasses, mm-hmm. yeah. he'll take off for it. We'll see. So far so good. I, I think though that he'll he I think he's a like a he his training will take over. Like I think you with your authoritative German whatever <laughs> voice do you, do you, you does he know German commands? <laughs> no. Okay. So whenever you yell, I think he'll understand. He'll be like, oh yeah, right. Well, this stop. is true. This is true. That yeah. is true. If you haven't yelled yet either. I, I have not. I, and only from the, like in, at the house when he barks at the back fence, because my backyard fence, as I've explained, I'm on a cul-de-sac. So the backside of my fence is a street. Uh, so I got a street on both sides of my house. I always thought that'd be an issue. It's not at all. Yeah. Except for Jack. Because right. people walk by too close to the fence. And he'll, every once in a while, I'll hear him. Like he, he has an authoritative bark. Heck yeah. He is a German freaking shepherd. <laughs> I mean, people are scared of Shih Tzu barking and, and you, I mean, you have him. He's, he, and his voice dropped. <laughs> 
recently. When he went through puberty? Yes. Dog I don't puberty? Because now it's woof. <laughs> I mean, he. Like, whoa. He, really, it, it's, if I didn't know him, it'd scare me. Yeah. Um, but I'll come out, I'll stand on the on the back porch. I never yell at him, but it, it is, it's just the way you say his name. That's all you need. You don't need to yell. Mm-mm. And it, he'll stop no. and he'll look at me like, oh, hi. And, you, and, you, and, and even like if you're a human, you don't even need to really say anything. It's just the look. I don't right. know if dogs can pick up on the look. I think it's just the tone of yeah, your voice. I think so. He he does it sometimes. I'll see him through the window and he'll bark, 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 bark. And then he'll stop and he'll look back at the house like, is she out there? Okay. Bark, bark, bark. Okay. okay. All right. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but he did really well. And so anyway, um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I picked up the, the sage this weekend. Thank God. So I've got the uh, smudge kit. Deluxe, by the way. Oh, it, it comes with like yeah. a little bowl, a little smudge. It has a little is abalone. That a tur- is that a turtle shell? No, what it's is it? abalone shell. Oh. It's an abalone What's shell. What's up? Oh. Look it up. Google it. Okay. Um, it's white sage and cedar and an abalone this shell. This is for our ghosts in here that like to, this apparently is- our accountant ghosts that we have, they like to mess with typewriters <laughs> and, and cat, what are they? No, adding machines. Adding machines. There adding we go, machines. Whatever. And we still have, well, go, get back to um, our podcaster, Dan Hoppen. Mm-hmm. He continues to have issues. <laughs> Yeah. He's, and he's the only one. Even through this past weekend, even through uh, as uh, most recent, I, don't, I haven't told you this yet, as of Sunday, he tried to record again. And we have a, um, something scheduled on Tuesday. So when this falls, it'll be today um, at one of his guest houses who was in here before that it all got messed up. I'm going to take everything to his house. And he's like, listen, man, I just don't want to waste everybody's time. He goes, if I've got some backpack <laughs> spirit on me, he goes, I'm going to mess everything up. So let's figure this out. So we're going to, we we're, may... we're going to figure, we're going we're gonna to take like, right? when dif- okay, now this is something where I kind of understand what you're saying about the adding, adding machine, the adding machine default to like the least most digital things possible that's what i'm going to bring all of our like non-digital recording stuff it'll sound exactly the same you still have a reel-to-reel machine we do we have tape we mm-hmm. can just take a tape recorder that's right a literal tape, tape recorder click, pl- click record and play record and play yep so i'm going to take all that stuff and see <laughs> make sure that it works so yeah he's freaking out so, i don't blame him because it's messing with his energy it's messing yeah. with and, and, head. and it's freaking him out. It's freaking him out. That's the big thing. And of all the people that say, maybe you need to pray harder, he's the last person you need right. to say that to. Right. Honestly. 100%. Um, so, yeah, and this, the sage, I was looking up some of the things they say it does. It, it gets rid of lingering energy and neutralizes space, dispelling bad vibes. Okay. Um, traditionally used for smudging and cleansing negative energy. We can all okay. use that. Sure. And, uh, yeah, kind of kind of cool. So I'm excited about this. So what are you planning on smudging? We're going to do that today. Okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> We're enough. We're going to do that today. It's a good plan. Um, maybe he'll feel better. And maybe maybe you take it with you when you go to re- Oh, maybe. <laughs> or maybe we like like smudge the equipment. The equipment? Yeah, Say know. a prayer over it? Meditate? Yeah. Got to do something. I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's weird. But Jack went with me, went with me to go get this because um, it was at Awakenings. Mm-hmm. So I got to give them a shout out um, up on Maple. And I was driving, I had Jack with me, and I was like, I need to go pick this up. Or maybe I'll, I'll call and see, because I don't want to leave him in the car, of course, because it was 200 degrees. Yeah. And and you leave, if you leave the car on inherently, he will hit the, the stick ship to hit it in the drive. I'm right. just like, I'm not going not gonna to deal with it. So I just called up just real quick just to see, and I, I fully expected they would say, oh, no, we don't, you know, because it's like a gift store. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I was fully prepared. I'm just going to stop, drop him off, do him taking care and then I'll go on. She said, Oh no, no, that's fine. You can bring him. Absolutely. No problem. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, awesome. I'm, I'm envisioning a little store, you know, cause I'd never been to it before that you just, you, it's not, I'm envisioning not a very big space. Um, and they just have 
their woo-woo stuff over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Some other things over here. Walk in the door. <laughs> Jack with me. We open up the door and it is um, Trinket City. Oh, really? Glass items, small glass. I mean, on like every crystals? shelf. Yes. Okay. Glass, crystals, all, all in the open, on display, on shelves, everywhere. All I can think of is his tail. Oh, for sure. <laughs> How many things did he knock over? Because he gets so excited when he, and there were other people. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's people and, and they're going to want to touch me. Yeah. I just know it. I just know it. How this much tail- stuff did you buy because he broke? <laughs> right. I was, I was completely prepared for this. So we walked in the door and I stopped. I'm like, uh-oh. And, and instantly... Oh my gosh, the dog, he's so pretty. Da, da, da. Somebody wanted it to, and I'm like, you can't pet him because he's he's working right now. You know, because I, I just don't want him to expect every time he sees somebody that he's going to get some loving. Mm-hmm. He's got to start acting like a dog <laughs> and protect me <laughs> one of these days. Anyway, <laughs> fortunately, they had most of the, what do I want to say, displays wide enough apart if I keep him right in the middle. <laughs> And I mean, and I mean, heal, (laughs) I mean, heal. I really mean heal. Um, we did really well, but we walked over to where all the, the smudge kits were Mm -hmm. the sage. And I said, they have, they have individual bundles that you can buy. They had, you know, do it yourself, make your own kit, grab this and that. They had the, like this one here is this actually a kit that comes with all the stuff in it. Cause I didn't know what I needed. So I'm looking at stuff up high, hanging on the wall. In the meantime, he has a sage, one of the sage bundles in his mouth. Oh, of course he does. Immediately. I, just grabbed it? Yeah, like right. Because they're in bins. They're in bins. Of course he did. He just immediately grabbed it. I would one. think that wouldn't smell the best. Like it wouldn't smell good know. enough to want to put. Usually if something stinks, you don't put it in your mouth. It smells, that stuff smells pretty good. I would, yeah, I mean. That says good words to live by, Pat. Yeah. And that's actually the name <laughs> of this podcast. If something stinks. It smells bad enough, you don't want to put it in your mouth. <laughs> you don't want to put it in the mouth. <laughs> Right. I don't understand. But, and then transversely, something smells like to me, if something smells and or tastes good and you offer it to an animal, like a cat Mm -hmm. or something, Mm -hmm. and they do this, the open mouth face because it smells bad. It doesn't make sense to me. It's like, dude, it's mac and cheese. (laughs) But it's not catnip. (sighs) See, right? So something drew him. But anyway, so we got our stuff and we go up to check out and he did his downstay, laid down, behaving really well. People are walking by eyeballing him and all of a sudden it's... His tail was just wagging like crazy. On the floor, hitting the floor? Yeah. And then it was hitting the counter. <laughs> Loud. Oh but he did good. So we made a made a trip to the, the gift store. So all is good. Yay. <laughs> there, there was a, a German Shepherd actually yesterday, Sunday at Sophia's softball game, her second round of the softball tournament. And it was so hot. I didn't oh. understand. And they and they had, I mean, they had a shade, they had a tent, they had yeah. water and everything. But he was panting. Yeah. It's like, man, I mean, I get you wanting to get your dog out, but. Not I mean, just to hang out in the hot. No, for like two or three hours. And, you know, they were very responsible. They had a, it was shade and all that kind of stuff. But it just like, it just. I'm right there with it you. It didn't seem like it was, he would rather, I, I would assume, rather be home even in a kennel for two hours. Mm-hmm. In the air conditioning. In the air conditioning. Because he was big, long hair. Oh my um, gosh. So yeah. uh, older than Jack. So he was a little bit taller. Yeah. I mean, he, but he was obviously older. But it's like, yeah. come on, man. You don't need to take your. I'm the same out. way. I mean, it's like taking Jack with me. Uh, and I used to be that. Well, I am that. I still am that person. But when people take their animal with them everywhere they go, right? It's like, ah, I'm not really there. Um, but I don't mind if I can go somewhere and he's with me and I'm okay to stop. 
that's all cool, but I'm not going to like, oh, I'm going to run to the hardware store. Come on, Jack, let's go to the hardware. Right. I'll be back in 20 minutes, dude. Just yeah. chill. You just stay right here. Lick yourself and I'll be back <laughs> in 20 minutes. Well, I saw somebody and, and I drew, I, I grew up in a small town. I mean, we know this, um, everybody, you know, on the, on the farms, they have the farm dogs. They ride in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. And I saw somebody driving down 144th Street with a pickup truck with a dog in the back. Oh, really? That's something you don't see in ever, town. Ever. No, anymore, hardly yeah, ever. ever. Yeah. Hardly ever. Mm-mm. And there, we do have the guy that stops with his hunting dogs, mm-hmm. but I think they have kennels in the back mm-hmm. of his truck. They have little truck. cages. I saw him get him out of get him out of the cages the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep them safe. Yeah. Too. I, I would have so much, even 25 years ago, mm-hmm. when my buddies of mine would get their dog, hunting dogs to jump up in the back, it would make me so nervous. I know. That I mean, anything could happen. Like you said, they, they see something in the ditch, even though they're trained, mm-hmm. they're gone. I know. I know. I got nervous when Vivi would stick her head out of the window, <laughs> you know, just because like, dude, if I would always yeah. hold onto her collar. Cause you never know. They're you just, just never know. Launch. Oh, I can't imagine the trauma. I can't either. And then, and, and when I saw that, this was just this last week, I saw it and I was like, dude, it's 250 degrees outside and your dog's sitting in the back of a metal bin. I'm surprised that he didn't Come get, on. somebody didn't call. In I this mean, in this day and age I that know. somebody didn't call. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, I didn't. How's the softball thing going? Uh, good. I mean, it's this is first like full weekend of it. Mm-hmm. Last week, hot we had two games. Yes, hot, very hot, <laughs> very very hot. And well, I am that guy on the bleachers with an umbrella, and I don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care at all. Why don't you get one of those little those little uh, tents? Or do you, ha- do you have thinking, the, was the umbrella attached to your hat? It was on my head. That'd be no. even better. That would be awesome. That's a great <laughs> idea. No, I was sharing with my brother once and then Beth once. No, we we actually looked at buying those tents, those pop-ups, yeah. those whatever, 10 by 10. Yeah, just dealies. a little, little. Yeah. I think you can find those. We priced them while we were there. Uh, they're like 40, <laughs> 40 bucks on Amazon, which isn't bad. That's not bad. Yeah. That's worth for it's as many so times f- as you'll use it. It's so freaking hot. It is just so hot. And then you need to get a, a battery operated fan <gasps> and you can sit underneath your tent. Yeah. With your feet up on your cooler. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, we want, and the girls, the girls uh, almost won yesterday. We're like, okay, if they win, it was in the loser's bracket. They lost the, first, the game, the two games on Saturday. Okay. Come back on Sunday, play early, was like 1130, whatever, rain, pushed it back a little bit. Like, okay, so if they win, we play a little bit later. It's freaking hot. I want them to win. Do you really? But sometimes Do losing really? builds character. <laughs> I'm just saying. And they actually ended up, Sophia played really, really well. Emerson played really well. They lost in the last, like the last at bat in the last oh, inning. Yeah. All the way to um, the end. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, losing well, does build wasn't you, like, need to, you can't win all the time. Like Trump said, they, we're all going to get sick of winning if you just win all the time. <laughs> just win all the time. I, I wouldn't mind trying it. Right. Well. <laughs> let me, let me give it a go. Now it's 140 <laughs> degrees out. If you win, though, generally you have to play less games. Yeah. Right. Um, if you win, true. yeah, through, yeah, yeah, you, oh, yeah. Uh, you'll end up playing less games. I gotta say too, uh, we talk a lot about youth sports and specifically softball. Yeah. And over the last few years about, you know, with Heidi's give the game back, all yeah. that stuff and, and parents and coaches really getting on their officials and yelling and screaming that, um, um, umpire for Saturday's game. It, I think it kind of came, what he did came across really aggressive mm-hmm. to a lot of the parents and stuff, but he he really took it. And it's, I mean, it's whatever. There's like 40 people there. Yeah. It's 13U girls softball. Right. But at that age, like the coaches and stuff and parents can get pretty lippy. Yep. There was an instance where there was a call that was questioned. And <laughs> um, the the rule is that if either of the coaches want to discuss it, you got to call timeout. 
end of end of story. Got call. Mm-hmm. You can talk about whatever. Just got call. Got call. Time out. And so there was a like questionable call or just whatever infield fly rule. And one of the coaches didn't call timeout and was like asking, yelling at the, the oh, umpire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he took off his mask and he got over there. And he's like, listen. And he read him the rule. He's like, this is the rule. If you have a question, call timeout. Otherwise, shut up. He, <laughs> and, and it's like, everybody's like, whoa. But I get it. He's I t- do he, too. He's, he's got to teach the kids respect for the official mm-hmm. and the, the and the rules. And I thought that was pretty cool. No, it's it has to be done. Yeah. Um, I know I've talked about it before. For 20 years, 20 some years, I judged horse shows and you get in that age group and it, the kids are all for each kids for the most part. So eight to 18, right? Mm-hmm. So dealing with parents and some parents are really competitive, like, like they are living their life. Yes. Just like, like almost athlete, it's painful. Uh, every so sport, right? Mm-hmm. You, you have the, those parents yes. that are living their life through this vicariously through their kid. And if you aren't, if you, if you don't piss somebody off, you're getting walked on mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Um, but you, you've got to, you know, it's like, that's his, that's his arena. That's his ball field. He's got to keep control of it. Exactly. And, and the parents that get mad about that mm-hmm. usually are the ones that you're troublemakers. Yeah. And actually, you know what? The coach apologized and said, Hey, listen, you're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. So and it that's, was good. such a good example for the kids. Yeah. Um, and you can see the kids too, when their parents act like that, just realize your kid is dying inside. Mm-hmm. Right. When you're doing that. Yeah. Dying. Even though they may say otherwise. It's embarrassing. And every other kid is like, oh, see, yeah. Johnny's mom is a bitch. Hey, right. <laughs> 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 or the dad is like, whoa, geez. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it does. And, and I know it's easy to get caught up in the spirit of the moment and you're wanting what's fair and what's right. But let's let's just step back and take a look at what we're talking about here. Right. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes just a little bit. <laughs> and, and let's just let them have some fun. And, you know, we want to keep it fair, no doubt about it. But I think we can be a little nicer about it, too. Sorry, yeah. Sorry you didn't get your college scholarship back in 1997. <laughs> um, you know, but let's just let that go. We know you should have. We Right? You should have 100%. It. You and Uncle Rico both should have gotten your college scholarships. You, without a doubt, you won. We right. know. We know. We understand so completely. We, we t- Want to take a second to thank American Heart Association for being mm. a supporter of our podcast. Absolutely. Really proud to be working with them and passing along some good information. Would you recognize the most common signs of a stroke? They're important to know. Just remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, and time. Fast. Exactly. If one side of their face droops when they smile, if they can't keep both arms raised in the air, or their speech is slurred or strange, or you see any of those signs, Call 911 immediately. When it comes to a stroke, every second counts. My grandfather had a stroke right. and I realized that and they got to him in time and it helped. It's all in the, this is the simplest thing. Remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, time. Visit heart.org to learn more about how to prevent a stroke and recognizing the warning signs of a stroke. You totally know, speaking of which, real quick, um, mm-hmm. I watched a Netflix special that's on right now. Uh, athlete, is it called Athlete A? It's about the scandal with Dr. Nasser. Oh, you know, I watched the first half of the first episode on that one. It was a lot. It's, it's and lot. I'm going to tell you what, when you watch that, and even though we, it, it took, what, it went over like four or five years mm-hmm. that, that was public. I, I but can't it'd been believe going it. On. It's almost like it's a fake made up story. I cannot believe that that happened. That it's so many, it, it's fascinating how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And when you hear these girls talk about it. It's unbelievable. And, and also just the whole culture. Yeah. You're probably going to want to take your kid out of acrobatics and, and out of gymnastics. It's and messed, it was messed up. I mean, and I only watched the first half of the first episode and, and it's, 
you think about these kids that are trying to make it mm-hmm. in any in any one of those fields, uh, doesn't matter what the, the uh, game or event is, realize it's messed up at that level when yeah. it gets to that point. And those girls, they're so young. Of all the games, of all the sports, those are the youngest competitors. Right, yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. you've got these 10-year-old, 14-year-olds that are women's champions. You go back, and, and there's an interesting part in there. It shows the women's champions in gymnastics prior to Nadia Kamanichi when she won in, what, 74, mm-hmm. 76, whatever Something. it was like that. Prior to that, they were women. They yeah. were in their 20s and 30s. Yeah. And now they're we're talking all... talking 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds. Right? Yeah. And they are completely under the control of their coach and trainers. It's messed up. Yeah, it is messed up. And, and seeing some really of these parents up. that these parents just want success for their kids or for themselves. So they just they just turned they blindly trusted all these adults. I just don't know how as a parent yeah. or even as an adult, not even necessarily a parent of someone, how you could blindly trust another adult that much with your kid. I don't get it. And it's crazy how they covered for them. Yeah. They covered for Nasser because they were covering their own ass. Mm-hmm. They really were the, the this whatever it was called, Gymnastics USA or whatever that, that organization. Whatever that, yeah. They were CYN all over the place and giving cover to him. Yeah. And and it, it spelled out in emails. It's, That's it's, what's crazy. I mean, it, they literally yeah. say, well, this is what we're going to, like, like it, even like, legal counsel. Like they were untouchable. It was like, well, this is what we're going to tell them. About this and this, and and then going forward, we will tell them that that. So everybody's good. Okay, cool. That's our cover story. We're good. It, it's crazy. Like what? But yeah. It really did strike me though when they talked about the ages of these kids because some of these kids start in preschool. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're four, three, four years yeah. old, and before you know it, that that's what happened to the one girl, um, Nichols, that she's the one that went on. She didn't get chosen for the team, and she should have. She oh, okay. got overlooked because there she was calling out the doctor. Yeah. And she got didn't make the Olympic team, oddly, even though That's she was weird. she was above some of the girls that got chosen. Mm-hmm. And so she went back to college. Huge successful career in college, like all around champion two years in a row or something like that. I just thought why why um, wouldn't not nothing blaming yeah. her at all, but <clears throat> Mm-hmm. In that situation, you'll get on the team. I would think you would s- still want to kind of press forward. Like, listen, this is still going on over here. Like this, yeah. this is, this doctor is doing these, whether it's her or the parents or whatever. The fact I that they continue to go for a, a few more yeah. years after that. Yeah. I think they did. And I think that's why it did come to fruition. Uh-huh. They had complaints going back into the nineties from some of that's these women. Disgusting. And it like literally makes me it, puke. And, and he literally would do these things to these girls with their parents in the room, but he would just the way he blocked between his body and that's just so it, disgusting. It is. It's absolutely. It's un, and the amount of pornography that they found on his computer. I say, give this dude one um, hour of rec time in Gen Pop. <clears throat> See ya. Rec time. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> w R E C K time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It is. It's really. It's really fascinating because I know we all know the story because we you know we saw it in the news. Mm-hmm. But to see it condensed into this this time frame where you're seeing all this stuff laid out in front of you, it just blows your mind. It's messed up. Yeah, it is. Okay, but so it's make good, sure you though. watch that. It it's is really, really good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so it's Pat and JT Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and our uh, phone number. But again, put your name right at the front. <laughs> It's Pat and JT, um, or it's 402-321. No, that's my phone number. What? Holy cow. 402-403-9478. Sorry, man. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.